the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we're here at Milberger's Landscape Nursery. As they said, it's 1604 on Bull Road. You can't hear? I tested it. Uh, okay, let's see. Hang on. How's that, better? No? Okay, here, you take mine. Okay. <laughs> You need to hear more than I do. That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. All right, so the number to call is 308-8867, 308-8867, toll can free. Can you hear me out there? No, 866-308. See if you can hear 866-308-8867. Oh. Now what? So, oh, I, I said I can I can hear. Okay. Maybe you guys need hearing aids and a, yeah, uh, maybe a wire. Yeah. Okay. Hi. All right, 308-8867. We're over here at Mill Burgers where we are celebrating the Rodeo Tomato HM1823. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Okay, grab that mic. You'll be on the air. Hopefully these guys will be able to hear you. What's going on? Well, fine. I just wanted to know when uh, to go with hibiscus. Which one? The Oriental? Chinese, the, the shiny leaf one? Uh, is that what you're talking about? Well, no, just basically any of them, I, I would imagine. A butterfly, any hibiscus. Yeah, well, is there's. time to plant? Well, there's there's two two basic kinds. There's the kind that you can plant, you can plant in the yard, and uh, that, and then there's the kind that are. I'd want to do it in pots. Pots, the Oriental hibiscus. Oriental? Yeah, or Chinese. Yeah. If it if it stays like this, we're okay. But I'm, you know, they don't like anything below 40 degrees. So April 1st is always a target date for them. And then the but the ones in the ground, which are what do we call them, Jerry? Mallow, perennial, perennial hibiscus. Perennial hibiscus. You can plant them any type because they're not much to look at right now. They're just they're you know they're die back, but they're permanent. You know they come back every year. But you're suggesting April 1st. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the best. Or you can get if you if the selection is good, you pick up pick them up now and you just leave them in a the container for a month or so. Okay. All Thank right. you. All Appreciate right. it. But you notice they're not blooming out. They don't have them outside blooming now, and uh, that's an indication that uh, they're they're waiting until it gets a little bit warmer. Yeah, they're they're a hot weather plant. Okay, good luck. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you for coming by. All right, lots of people here. Gosh, I'll say. 
tomatoes. Lots of tomatoes here, too. Man, do they have a lot of tomatoes. <laughs> and they're moving. And a lot of tomatoes are moving. Yeah. Hey, so let me mention, now that I can hear okay, it's always for one button. The uh, What's going on here? We're celebrating the rodeo tomato. And, yes, we have... Um, Hundreds, at least, of the rodeo <laughs> tomato least, here, uh, plus celebrity, and I've seen uh, all kinds of tomatoes. Did you, did you eyeball them? Usually, you actually, I headed out there. I saw Tycoon and four four four, and is there BHN nine sixty eight? I didn't see that. Okay, I I, I didn't see uh, celebrities. Did you see celebrities? I didn't. Okay, one of the I thought I did. Yeah, one of the people I was talking to mentioned celebrities. And uh, red, uh, red deuce. So we'll we'll make another. We'll make another uh, foray out to out there to see what else we can see. There's a lot of them. Calvin was nice enough to treat us to hot dogs, and he won't treat you probably. But uh, you can ask him. But they're only for sale for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. We've got the Texas Weather Band. Let's see if we can if we can kind of turn it up. Say back here. I can hear it in the background. Can you? Okay. And I, yeah, that must it must be going through the, Where did the uh, machine. Where does Mike go? There it is. There it is. All right. It's in those all those wires. Man. Yeah, the rat's nest of wires. I, I wish y'all could see this high tech. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can hear him a little bit. Gosh, that, uh, what, what, what's the woman's name that's the singer for him? You know, remember? Yeah, which one, the, the woman or the man? Woman. Gosh, her yeah, voice is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And they do all kinds of uh, great music. Texas Weather Band does, uh, ranging from uh, traditional country, like they did Merle Haggard a little while ago, to uh, Nancy Griffith and Lone Star State of Mind. Great stuff. The balloon animal lady is here. Did you have, did you make contact, Milton? I have made contact. My hippo is hopefully. Some reason when she saw Milton, she started running. Other yeah, uh, Charles protected her. That's good. So, so you you say your hippo is on in the production? Yes. Mode. Now, did she did she uh, make a promise on a stack of Bibles or? No. You, you know, I, when you're in the balloon animal business, you can't make promises, Calvin. That's right. Especially when you're at a Milberger's event, yeah. there's a, a million people. Yeah, that was that's the other trouble too. Is she is popular, but and we'll see. There, this is uh, you know most of the Milberger's events have uh, lots and lots of youngsters, children. There aren't as many here. There are lots of adults, so you maybe you will I, get a chance. I think there are, most adults aren't as excited about balloon uh, yeah, that is sculptures. All right, so 308-8867, or better yet, hop in the car, come on out here, and uh, take advantage of the day with the good music that we're playing, the face painting, balloon animals, the food that's a donation for the San Antonio Food Not Bank. to mention a few wonderful plants. Uh, lots of wonderful plants, absolutely. And the uh, GVST is here, and uh, maybe we'll... Uh... Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. Oh, thank you. In fact, why don't you talk amongst yourselves here, and I'll see if somebody will come over and tell us what's going on. Oh, Okay, so you don't want us talking about the gardening volunteers because somebody's going to come over. Andrew will come over. Um, so he, he's gone. He's, he's wandering around someplace. Oh, okay. But uh, what's in the vegetable garden, Jerry, we see all these 
with the weather as nice as it is and all these wonderful tomato plants, the inclination is going to be to plant them in the garden. Well, of course. And is that good or bad? That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good for the nursery. Uh. <laughs> what Jerry and I are talking about is that... You the, think it's going to freeze again, Kevin? I don't think it's going to freeze again. You don't? Uh, so but you're I, saying it's not going to freeze again? I'm saying I don't think it will. Uh. I, I'm putting it at about a 70% no, 30% yes. I think you're about right. But uh, the soil the soil is still really cool. And, and we've uh, this last week even, we've had temperatures at night uh, under 40. Uh, so you plant your tomatoes. These tomatoes have been raised in the nursery. They're in this well-fertilized growth mode. And you want to maintain that. You put them in that cool soil, and they're gonna they're gonna survive, but they're gonna harden off. And so you lose that uh, the advantage you have with that uh, fast growth rate. So the best thing is to pot them up. And last last week in the Express News, we talked about potting them up. And in that that article and other articles are at the uh, on PlantAnswers.com. So. Pot them up. It's a, it's a great strategy, easy to do, and it means that you're going to end up with fast tomatoes, the first yeah. tomatoes of the season. Yeah, it's on plantanswers.com on the first uh, on the first page there as you open it up. Under, to the right there it says topics of the month. And the first there's one that describes the rodeo tomato, the new rodeo tomato. It gives you the, the specs of it, and then there's one on. Uh, no, I, th- I think I think that they're both under the same title of rodeo tomato. All right, 308-8867. Jim, hang on the line one more minute or so. Uh, we're gonna have uh, we got Liz up here, and we've we've had to take her away from her post uh, at the GVST uh, table to tell us kind of what they're doing. And then a little bit about what's going on at the rodeo. Hi, Liz. Hey, you guys. Um, yeah, we're here at Millburgers on 604 and Boulevard today. And we're just giving out some info about water conservation and other things that you could be planting in your spring garden right now. Okay, so uh, lots of folks are coming over and talking to you. And then uh, we were also talking to you about kind of what's happening at the uh, at the rodeo. Yeah, so the Bear County Master Gardeners, they're doing a booth and plant sales at um, the rodeo by the Buckaroo Barn. And they're selling the rodeo tomato that is the Harris Moran this year. It's a beef slice and tomato. And they're also doing a couple other veggies and some citrus. You said Harris Moran closer than uh, David does. That's good. <laughs> yeah. uh, David you had a little David in there and Moran in there, but uh, <laughs> it's Moran. 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 All right. Well, thank you, Larry. Now, this is, this, this, is uh, this just flabbergasts me that you got Jer- Jerry Parsons with his uh, Tennessee accent. He's telling you telling, how to pronounce Yeah, yeah, telling Liz how to pronounce it. And well, I guess Tennessee I've been hanging company. around David too much. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Anything else? Uh, we'll we'll, we'll, well let's, with you in a little while. Oh, you got somebody on the, on the yeah, line. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh Garden Volunteers South Texas later. Yeah, cool. Is Definitely. Okay? Thank right. you for coming. Thanks, Liz. Yeah, have a good one, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye, Liz. All right, Jim is on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Jim. Thanks, Liz. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening you? South Texas. Great, great. What you up to? Uh, I'm thinking that my live oaks are going to be shedding their leaves soon, and I'd like to attack the ball moss. 
and I realize that ball moss is, you guys say it doesn't kill the tree, but, you know, it's it's not sightly. Um, and I'm thinking coside might, might kill the ball moss, but will it kill the turf grass underneath the trees? No, not if you follow the label instructions. And this is the okay. this is the best time to uh, apply it. Of course, always the question is, can you get a sprayer up there as high as you as you want? But you can rent them sometimes, and then there's contractors that'll do it. Are your trees big? Are they big and old and stuff like that? Uh, are they tall? A couple. Yeah, they're pretty tall. I mean, they're probably 20 years old now. Oh, well, that he should be able to reach that pretty well. But uh, but like like I say, a lot of the tree companies uh, will make that application for you. They've got the equipment to do it, and uh, it it might be w- well worth investing. Uh, let them let them do it for you. Takes them about they, a, they get uh, good coverage. Takes them about half hour or two to do it. And uh, and the co the, the coside the coside is hard to find. Now they're they're taking it off the market. And uh, you have to use some kind of other. Uh, we, we've got several copper sprays here that uh, that you can use instead of coside. Copper copper hydroxide. Yeah. Um, so at area, the, almost every nursery has copper hydroxide here at Millbridge. versus Jerry says two different kinds. Uh, so you, okay. you, you find it jerry is it completely off the market or there's some some nurseries still have some left i think yeah they may have some still left but uh they're not manufacturing it anymore under coside 101 oh yeah coside 7 or something yeah if if i use coside or if i use what you're talking about as being the new product it will it will not kill soy sour and it will not kill uh the carpet grass no 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 not if you follow label instructions it will, it will, uh, let's see, does it stain your sidewalk or the side of your house or something like that? It makes it green or blue, it makes it blue. Well, the, uh, I, don't, I don't think it stains it. No, the, now the iron, the, the iron, iron treatments uh, do, yeah, but not, yeah. We, I, don't, I, don't I think you can wash coside. I, I yeah, think you can wash the yeah, copper Yeah, I don't off. think coside has that problem. But no, it will not kill okay. the. Uh, now, what, what will kill the the uh, understory greenery is uh, dormant oil. That may be where uh-huh. you're getting confused. But no, uh, dormant I, I, I dormant oil will kill any greenery. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, that's been very helpful. I appreciate it. All right. Good luck. Thanks, Thank Jim. You. you take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867. Now, there's what you, look, that little girl, had. you missed her. She had a face painting. Yeah. That was a cute little thing. It looks, it looks no, like I don't a, want to do face painting. Oh, okay. I'm too old for that. Oh. <laughs> Blue but, animals. But, no. you know, they couldn't hardly make any mistakes on yours. That that means that, that, that means that it's a it's a blank it's a blank a blank. I think I understand. I don't what understand, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a, an insult. That a subtle, subtle no. insult. Yeah. Yeah. 
Not so subtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, 308 well, 8867. Jerry. <laughs> 308-8867. <laughs> toll free 866-308-8867. All right, well, I'm beginning to get my wits about me. But uh, it's a really a beautiful day here at Millburgers and uh, uh, Bougainvillea hanging baskets are starting to come out, which is great. Lots and lots of tomatoes. Boy, oh, boy, I mean. Look at those geraniums over there. Aren't they pretty? Yeah. Lots of geraniums, uh, blue bonnets still uh, that you can get. Um, begonias. Yep. Begonias We're, for the shade. Yeah. A lot of the begonias got frozen back. And I'm thinking, Jerry, you know, you and I are always talk about how wonderful the begonias are and they come back after a freeze. I'm thinking not a lot of them are going to come back, uh, especially if you uh, oh, relied on whoppers like I did. Uh, mine don't look like they want to. Uh, come back from the free. Everything else is sprouting, and I don't see much begonia. Much whopper but, coming back. No, huh? I don't. So, but they're worth it. Uh, hopefully, they'll be on the market again this year. Oh yeah. And the uh, and the little the smaller version, the Semper Floron um, version of the begonias. They're they're here on the market already, and they're they they can go into the into the landscape right now yeah they'll take a pretty pretty good pretty good hard frost yeah some of the things on sale too by the way are fruit trees five gallons regularly thirty dollars now 25 avocado trees are on sale uh for 38 in the five gallon container 38.88 pomegranates 24 dollars and 88 cents in the five gallon uh halfway whiskey barrels miracle grow uh potting soil uh Happy Frog soil conditioner and more. Happy Frog. Happy Frog. Did you? I think. I wonder if the Happy Frog lady is here. You wanted to meet her. Yeah, I think you just wanted to ask why did you name that Happy Frog? <laughs> and did you see what they put out for us? Uh. They put out a uh, rodeo tomatoes through the years. Is oh, it, did they? Is that from Plant Answers? Who did that? Uh, I, uh, Trace and I were talking about it earlier. Yeah, that's from Plant Answers. Yeah. Oh, how, well, wait a minute. How did 2000 become Crawford Reseeding Lettuce was the uh, Rodeo I'm, Tomato of the Year? I'm suddenly not hearing. Okay. Oh, no? Is it back? Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it's uh, okay. kind of going in it. <laughs> Are you going? Okay. How's that? Better? Okay. Yep. Okay, good. Wow. I don't remember the jackpot Ooh. tomato. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I remember Amelia and Solar Fire, Top Gun. I remember Krista, Phoenix. We were talking about Amelia being being two years in a row, wasn't it? So Dwarf Cherry Surprise has been out for almost uh, ten years now. Yeah. Almost. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Time flies when we were having fun. Yeah. Well, and then uh, when a celebrity, a uh, rodeo tomato at one time? No. No. Just, a, before. just a classic. Couldn't before. pack it. Yeah, that was a long time before. Um, so when did Tycoon get, uh, how many years? We were asking about that last week. So I got Tycoon as 2011, right after the Phoenix. Wow, that's that's five, almost yeah. six years ago. And then uh, BHN 602, uh, Tigris, Valley Cat, Bobcat, Red Deuce, and then today is uh, Harris Moran, 1823. Right. Did I say it okay? Yeah. Uh, David's under the weather, so don't don't pick on him today. Oh, why not? Oh yeah, he's, he's always easier to get on <laughs> when he's down, you know. 
Hit him when he's down. Okay, then, yeah, absolutely. Well, Jerry, Jerry you would appreciate this. I had to be a speaker in between Greg Grant and David Rodriguez up there at Comel County. Oh, Lord. Master Gardeners. Uh, and Greg, Greg got, I mean, he got going on heirloom and talking about his family and everything. Uh, it was a <laughs> when pretty, was this? This was uh, last week. Yesterday, Friday. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday. Greg Grant was in town and didn't come say hi. Yeah, I guess. I he guess. didn't even tell me he was going to be in New Braunfels. That's just wrong. Now, now what? See, so I'm a little bit hot about it because he could have come down. I can't hear looked, anymore. Okay. I, I could. He could have come down and and called his uh, purple blue bonnets that we were oh, developing. Yeah. That's the way he's going to treat us. But he gave, he gave a great presentation and talked about a new book he's going to come out with and also uh, promoted his heirloom book with Bill Welch. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I when he got finished, I, I said, well, that's not my favorite great grant book. I mean, he does a great job writing, but uh, I like his landscape. Book, mm-hmm. Him and Roger Holmes, I think that's a, yeah, that was a really a good, that is a really good book. Yeah, because it just uh, has a kind of has found the key to home landscaping. That's to break up the the project into small parts, chewable parts. And so, if you have never seen that, you want to take a look at it. I think the they, book? they used to have copies here at Milberger's. Yeah, I think they still might. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, it's on Amazon and, and stuff. I've seen it there. Hey, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, where all the fun's happening with a rodeo tomato as we're celebrating the H.M. Harris Moran. 18, That's good. 1823. Not moron. <laughs> no, I don't think they'd like that too much. All right, back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bullvardy Road. Don't forget, this Saturday, it's the Rodeo Tomato Celebration. Now, again, it's going to be lots of great fun. The Rodeo Tomato, they finally told me what it is. It's the HM 1823. HM 1823, and Millburgers has plenty of them if you're unable to make it to the rodeo. You know something? When you go and buy it at the rodeo, it benefits the Bear County Master Gardeners Program for Youth Gardening. When you buy it at Millburgers this Saturday, it also benefits the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. So come on out and enjoy this this Saturday over at Millburgers. You'll be able to enjoy not only getting the New York Rodeo Tomatoes, but there's balloon animals, face painting, music from the Texas Weather Band, hot dogs, sodas, chips, just for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. Want some more information? Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. MillburgerNursery.com or just come on out and see us over here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road. When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, one that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can 
sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores, with three San Antonio and Shirts locations, like 3820 FM3009 at Green Valley Road, or call 566-8808. That's 566-8808. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. He's your daily act of civil disobedience. Starting Monday, the Joe Walsh Show. The opposition out there to Trump, all of these protests, it's real. It's spontaneous. Spontaneous. It's grassroots. And it's growing. I want to tell you something. We are going to make a huge mistake if we underestimate what's out there. Starting Monday, the Joe Walsh Show. Weeknights at 10 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867 or come on by Millburgers where the joint is a jumping. We've got the uh, Texas Weather Band. We'll uh, bring up the mic in a few minutes so you can hear them. We've got hot dogs, we got sodas, we got chips and those are for a dollar donation uh, to uh the San Antonio Food Bank. We've got uh, the the music, and the, the star of the show is the Rodeo Tomato that's here. Oh, the gardening volunteers of South Texas are here, too. But the HM, the Harris Moran, 1823. Was that too much? Did I hit, did I hit the Moran too much? Yeah. Okay. HM, 1823. And what was the significance of that date, Mel? Oh, that was the Monroe Doctrine. Yeah. Yeah, so if, a lot of people will know that. So just if you can remember when the Monroe Doctrine was uh, introduced then yeah, 1823. All, all the history majors, UT history yes. majors. Come get your tomatoes today. And, uh, all right, 308 Oh, there's a, there's the, okay, there, She's got both. What does she get? She's got a, she's got a balloon sculpture and a face, a face painting. painting. Yeah. And look at, the, look at the balloon animal. I mean, that is art. Let's see if we can get the... the uh, 
<laughs> She's cute, cute. She's got such a big smile. <laughs> Trying to see if I can get y'all to hear the band just a little bit. All right, so 308-8867. The uh, children's garden planted some uh, Irish potatoes, I think, today. Uh, and uh, they told me to say that there's a, still a few openings in the children's garden. Uh, so if you're interested, uh, well, I guess the, I don't know. The, the office is closed on Monday. Every and I, I guess you call the San Antonio Botanical Garden. Yeah, I think you. I don't know. I don't think they're closed on Monday. Either. And you, uh, it's every Saturday, and you get a piece, piece of ground, and uh, great, great instructions. It's a lot of fun, and parents are welcome. You know, go go along with them, and uh, it's a it's a, a great experience. Jerry and I have both been there and experienced when. Uh, Fifth graders have come back as uh, college <laughs> freshmen, and, and right. said, "I just want to come back here and tell you all how how important this was in my my life." And now I'm studying horticulture. Or now <laughs> That's I'm, cool. Yeah, now I'm studying biology, and and this this was great. And gardening, I, I'm going to love gardening for the rest of my life. There you go. Uh, but anyway, anyway, they say they got a few uh, openings uh, left. And uh, you you haven't missed them much, uh, so y'all can catch up. I think I think they planted potatoes and uh, some broccoli. Put in some broccoli. And now uh, forty dollars is it? Yeah. The Millburgers is subsidizing. Yeah, so it's so, so it's it rem- so it is reduced, that forty. Yeah. 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 So normally it would be more, and Millburgers has tried to make it so they and it's helped. Uh, I think they've had fuller classes with the uh, subsidized. Uh, Oh, oh so yeah. that's terrific. And you you can uh, well, one nice thing about it, if you have a garden, you say, well, why I have a garden? Why would I have my uh, uh, kid go to the children's garden? Well, the deal is they have their own little section, and and another benefit to, for the parents is they can watch. Uh, what they're doing at the children's garden and know what they should be doing in their own garden. Well, and it's kind of exciting to watch the difference. You know, you're, when you're trying to get your child to be excited about your garden where you make all the decisions. Right. And, and basically you tell them, pull those weeds. Well, in their the children's garden, it's their plot of ground. Right. And they get this neutral, neutral instruction, and they make the decisions. So... And uh, you, you can just see it in, in the young people. So if you're looking for a, a new experience for your children and a lot of fun experience, uh, give that a give that a try. It's really it's it's really well worth it, and and could be an important part of uh, uh, the youngsters' uh, future in terms of the environment and their gardening. Hey, we got Cowboy Trace up here. What's going on, Cowboy Trace? Oh, it's a wonderful day in the Isn't neighborhood. It, it is. It's a so, wonderful uh, day here. At we've Milburn. got face painting and balloon art going on. We've got the hot dogs, chips, and drinks with the uh, donation for the food bank. Uh, we're doing real well with the uh, donation on the rodeo tomatoes. So all the proceeds for today in the four and a half inch rodeo tomatoes benefits the youth gardening program. Um, 
you name it, it's it's happening. Beautiful weather and uh, lots of people. Right. Did you have a question? Can, and can we can we ask it on the air? Sure. All right, here. Well, we're going to give you the mic. Trace is going to hang up here, hang with you. While you do that, I'm going to give you so you can be a part of it. Hey, um, so my bougainvilleas got frozen. No. It did. You know, Your, yours we, was the only one in town that got frozen. Was the only frozen. one in town? Yeah. Well, we did cover them with the shower curtain. They they grow up a tre- <laughs> they grow up a trellis uh, in a in a pot, you know, in a planter. Uh-huh. And and we tried, but they did freeze. So now are they going to come back or not? I'm betting no. No. Some will, but uh-huh. I think most will. Uh, most will not. Yeah. Just that was a pretty serious freeze, and they're very sensitive. Yeah. To it. What is? What are you guys betting? I would. I wouldn't bet. I would go tell her to scratch the stems and. Now they. I guess they could be if they're a sheltered kind of area. They might. You put the shower curtain over them, <laughs> See, we put the shower curtain. Uh, they're teasing us about the shower. Did it have little flowers on the shower <laughs> no, curtain? It was, it was just the line. <laughs> no, they're. they're they're probably not, and of course you won't know until the soil warms up and until a little later. But I'm betting it's in a container, right? It was in a container. It's like a, a, a how, how deep? Like a planter box. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd give it till uh, uh, May, and see if you see if you see sprouting uh-huh. at the bottom or no. toward the bottom. But if they wait that long, they're going to miss a month, yeah. two months of blooming. Oh yeah. yeah. The other option, uh, the other option is one. just get. They're in a, they're inexpensive. Just get new ones, and you can put them. I was going to say you can put them out now, but you got to be a little careful yeah, in case it gets careful. cold again. That's right. But if we buy them in the pots here at Millburgers right now, we could save them and plant them in a couple of weeks. What do you think? There you go. Yeah, that's a and good And you idea. still got your shower curtain in yeah, case, in in case it freezes that's again. That's right. <laughs> put, it, put, the, put a blanket with the shower curtain. Uh, that helps. <laughs> so, so now we got We have to go buy some soil. We did get some recommendations for some, some places to go buy some decent soil because we know it's not time to plant our tomatoes yet but we want to get the garden ready as soon as possible right yeah now the tomatoes the the, the thing that everybody's doing on the tomatoes is potting them up mm-hmm. putting them in one gallon containers and putting them in a sheltered spot in full sun mm-hmm. and then they'll keep growing and then when the weather's warmed up third week in march mm-hmm. put them in the garden that's right if you put them in too soon the the soil you know the soil is so cold that it'll just they'll harden off and they'll kind mm-hmm. of sit there they mm-hmm. won't die but they'll sit there and stare at you oh okay okay so but I know it's hard to resist I'm getting the urge yeah and Milton did not resist the urge uh, he sorry. bought his so. well no it's okay to buy him I guess we just can't yeah. plant him yet right right but on on the soil that's what you're you're asking. yeah we gotta get the soil right you, are you wanting to buy bulk or are you wanting to do bags well you know how how big of a space we got. How big of a space do we have that we need to? How many bags do you think we need? Or yeah, about twenty bags, or we could buy a what? Well, if you're doing it from us, you would buy a, a mix already. Be the best choice. Uh-huh. Uh We've got several down at the end of the parking lot that that you could do that with. Okay. Uh, if you're doing bulk, then the closest bulk place is probably Quality Organics right down the street. Uh huh. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, well, thank you so much. All right. Last now. time I came and talked to y'all, Jerry yelled at me because 
I listen too much to Calvin, but he hadn't said too much. Oh, I'm just excited <laughs> about that shower curtain. I was trying to get that, trying and to get that in see, my. And in this my is mind. why I listen to Calvin. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> see, I didn't holler. I never hollered at him. But if, yeah. you, if you talk to the young ladies at the register, they'll be able to help you with which bags to get. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry likes. Uh, Odd gardening decoration. Uh. You, you know, I was going to say. Before oh, did you, you have a question? If, okay. Okay, come on up here. You got the geraniums I was going to get. Those are the prettiest ones out there. What's all that about? Now you're on the air, so what can we do for you? Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, my husband is looking for a plant that on a covered patio that all of a sudden the wind will come in and kill it that will bloom in the shade is there such a thing say again you want a plant that blooms in the shade how what was that about the wind and can take the wind too and yeah all of a sudden the high wind will come in and is is it in the ground or in a container he wants a hanging Oh, cascading plant. Is it in the ground though, or no, no, no? I would skip the the color and do an asparagus fern. Asparagus fern? Does it bloom flowers? Not that you're ever gonna see. I want flowers. Well, you can get some of those artificial flowers and get the color (laughs) that you want and everything, and put them in there. And uh, they're, they're bloom there all, no they're, they're they'll bloom there. the whole year. The, yeah, yeah. The key, there is, no is there any the sun at the all wind. in there? Yeah. And is there any sun in nope. there? Okay. All shade. Com- completely shade. Because I've, I've seen some really wonderful plantings with the lavender lantana, but it takes a little bit of sun for them to, yeah. to do well. Diffuse light? Is there such a thing? <laughs> <laughs> let's Let's nope. see. What the else? wind is the biggest problem. I think asparagus fern is your best best one for that situation. But it's just green. Green's a color, too. Until you put those artificial flowers in there. Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love to listen to you guys. <laughs> thank Great. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You take that. There we go. She did. Now y'all told her. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I suppose uh, some of those coleus, uh, they're a little sensitive to wind, though. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're some kind of, kind of lower, lower growing, but they... Begonias do pretty good in that situation. Yeah, that's not a bad, uh, that's not a bad idea at all. Catch her. Oh, okay. I think she, I think you need my artificial flowers. And... Nice <laughs> try, Calvin. Ma'am! We had an idea. How about begonias? Yeah, look at begonias. Are they going to cascade? They're, no, they're not going to. They'll, they'll, they'll grow. They won't go like this, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go, Calvin. Nice job. All right, 308-8867. Oh, you, know, you could plant them. Actually, you can plant them with your asparagus fern. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go get her, Calvin. <laughs> All right, 308-8867. Trace, what else? Oh, talk a little bit about David before we go to break. David's going to be here next week. Well, David's going to be here next week, and he's, uh, it's going to be a spring cleanup seminar for adults. It's free of charge. And um, bring pad and paper, and um, he's definitely going to teach everybody what to cut back, when to cut it back, what to fertilize it with, what needs pruning paint, what doesn't, uh, what needs to be started over again, not to wait on. 
Um, so yeah. all the, what he what would he have voted on uh, Bougainvillea? Dead. Yeah. Yeah. I you know of course the minute she buys new Bougainvillea, it's going to sprout. <laughs> No, but I I think that one is I think Bougainvillea is one that the very few will come back. But both of y'all are right. I think she should buy a new one, but it it may sprout out at the end of May. Yeah, yeah I was trying to think if she could she do a new one in in the plant. That, well, you can always find a place plant off, for a Bougainvillea. Plant off to the side, you could. Yeah, you plant so. two. I like that even better. One on each side. But you know, if it doesn't sprout out till May, you're not going to get blooms till yeah, July. It's yeah, no, so you're more bang for your buck with a new one. Yeah. All right. They're, they're so inexpensive. All right, 308-8867. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. For more information on this event or the uh, event with David, go to millburgernursery.com, and we'll be right back on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Don't forget, this Saturday, it's the Rodeo Tomato Celebration. Now, again, it's going to be lots of great fun. The Rodeo Tomato, they finally told me what it is. It's the HM 1823. HM 1823 and Millburgers has plenty of them if you're unable to make it to the rodeo. You know something? When you go and buy it at the rodeo, it benefits the Bear County Master Gardeners Program for youth gardening. When you buy it at Millburgers this Saturday, it also benefits the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Garden Program. So come on out and enjoy this this Saturday over at Millburgers. You'll be able to enjoy not only getting your rodeo tomatoes, but there's balloon animals, face painting, music from the Texas Weather Band, hot dogs, sodas, chips, just for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. Want some more information? Go to Millburgers. MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. MillburgerNursery.com or just come on out and see us over here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road. We have a new president who supports our gun rights. Come this weekend to the Austin Highway Gun Show. Buy guns, knives, ammo, and more. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 4. Free parking at the Austin Highway Event Center. 1948 Austin Highway. Y'all come, you hear? Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's the number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 15317. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. 
Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482. Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, OCD, trauma, grief, and relationships. And Karen, what relationship doesn't have stress? Stress is completely normal, and if managed properly, instead of tearing down, it can be used to build up relationships. So Karen, where does this building start? Call me, Karen Bagwell, at 210-264-2565. For Blue Rose Christian Counseling, bluerosechristiancounseling.com. Hi, this is Carl Amari, host of Hollywood 360, where I present the best in classic radio. It's the show about all things entertainment. Join Carl Amari for Hollywood 360, Sunday nights at midnight on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons. Dr. Calvin Finch, nice enough to go get us a couple dogs. By the way, if you were here, you could get a couple hot dogs for a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. Oh, man, he was quick. He's coming back already. All right, so 308-8867. The Texas Weather Band has been playing. We've got balloon animals. We are having all kinds of fun here at Milberger's. And uh, the big star of the show is the Rodeo Tomato. So come on out and uh, just get yourself some Rodeo Tomatoes. Oh, she got them. She's asking Calvin about the, uh, uh, what did she choose? What is that? I can't tell what that is. Looks like a bougainvillea. Oh, it's a white, white? a white bougainvillea? Looks I think like so. It. Yeah. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Well, we've been talking about tomatoes, but uh, some things that you can plant now that you don't have to worry about uh, the next freeze we're going to have will be uh, cabbage, broccoli. I I wouldn't plant Brussels sprouts in the spring because they just don't have that long a period of time. They're a long-season crop. And uh, cauliflower is kind of iffy, too. But the varieties that uh, that we sell here at Mill Burgers and that we recommend for the... Okay. Okay. Y'all do that. Uh, All right. He's making the switch. Yeah, we'll find other chips. There's some... This All right. is... Uh, Jerry's at this end. Yeah, you go. Yeah. Oh, oh, hang on. Here. 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 So you, y'all... Oh, no. oh, man. Uh. Which one am I? <laughs> okay. All right. 308-8867. 308-8867. All right. You and Calvin started talking, or Trace, if you want to... Uh, did you want to describe the new product? Well, Roundup which is normally going to be uh, associated with a non-selective herbicide, has come out with some some new stuff, um, kind of innovating. They've got a, a hose-on sprayer that is designed for Bermuda grass only that will kill wide-blade grasses uh, and broadleaf weeds at the same time. 
which has been done before, but this actually has a temperature rating that would function now. It has a temperature rating of 40 to 90 degrees. And historically, it's a 60 to 90 degree type product. So uh, it allows people to use this on, uh, on, their, on their Bermuda lawns to get rid of the weeds that have invaded during the winter when the Bermuda is asleep, uh, including crabgrass, which, uh, again, used to not be able to be dealt with until you had a 60 to 90 degree window. Do you so, say it says yellow nutsedge on there? I, I didn't get that far. I was reading the most important factors. Yellow nutsedge. Yellow nutsedge, yes, it does. Well, they're claiming everything. So uh, it's it's a neat combination of things, and uh, they allow it to work at a, at a, at a different rating, but uh, it's got uh, quinclerc, MCPA, uh, dicamba, and sulfatrazone. So uh, it's not even a 2,4-D product, which is kind of interesting. So um, anyway, so it's a new product. Again, Bermuda lawns only, uh, killing wide-blade grasses and broadleaf without hurting the Bermuda uh, on a 40 to 90-degree window. Very cool. I know Jerry was, his eyes lit up. Well, most, uh, you know, the past 15, 20 years, that's the only grass that they put in the new homes. So most of the most of the homes are Bermuda now instead of uh, Saint Augustine. Do they mention zoysia? Uh, there was some some mentioning of zoysia, but uh, it sounded like it wasn't a good choice. Oh, is that right? Okay. So Bermuda only is what we're selling it for. Where's that? Where is it? Where is it that they're only planting uh, Bermuda? Most new homes, it's only they put TIF 419 in. Yeah, because there's a you know that. Uh, turf grass test we did those years ago a new home uh, new homes were supposed to put in one of the the uh, uh, drought tolerant grasses which included Bermuda didn't include zoysia uh, but did include the uh, floratam in some mm-hmm. situations but yeah it was always easier if it's in full sun to use Bermuda yeah it's full sun until their trees grow up yeah which Takes a while. Takes a while. Right. So, anyway, it's, it's probably more exciting to me than it is to most you people. Jerry, but yeah. uh, that, lit up. that just was uh, ecstatic when I read that. Cool. All right. And only on Bermuda. Yes. I, you know what I'm worried about, Melton? No. Oh, horse herb. Yeah. You think it'll work? I think so. Uh oh. <laughs> We don't want to mention that too much. No. That's since we're not promoting it. Uh, <laughs> we got to get people past the I want to kill it stage now, and now you're introducing how would something you... that will kill it. All right. Well, life circumstances change as you... I ain't that the truth. Just get, just get people to accept horse herb, and then <clears throat> now there's this new complication. <laughs> But lucky but, thing, there's uh, hot dogs with mustard. That's all. Yeah. Uh, but the but the the problem is where you'll have horse herb in the shade mainly, you won't have Bermuda. That's true. So, so you're going to end up with nothing if you use it in on the horse. Herb. Well, um, my guess is you're not supposed to spray this under a tree anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I was talking big trees, you know. But anyway. All right. Cool. 
right, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867 and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. You know, everybody's always talking about not pruning crab myrtles. And I find this article in our in our newsletter for last month. Has February come out? The February newsletter? Yeah, oh yeah, it's almost done. You didn't get your February newsletter? I don't know whether I lost it or... But I find well, You know you can sign up for it uh, online and get it emailed to you every time, yeah. too. So. Yeah, well, I, li- I like to get a copy. I had to stick that in there. I like to get a hard copy. But in the January issue, in case you missed it like I did, they're talking about how to prune crepe myrtles. And this is done by the crepe myrtle trails of McKinney. And uh, they say don't, uh, of course, Neil Spears is nuts over, and, and most horticultures are just nuts over this not topping them, not topping the crape myrtle. So it occurred to me that uh, if you don't top them, how do you prune a crape myrtle? Just cut the seed pods off, so what I'm that, assuming. That's about right. Said uh, Dead. You can Dead rem- wood. You can remove the old dried seed head during the winter if you wish, but it's only cosmetic. Crape myrtle branches will always die back by six to eight inches each winter. If you do not remove the seed pods, the new growth will begin at the base of the dead twigs. Uh, that new growth will quickly overtake the parts that have died back. Do not prune the top branches of your crape myrtle. You cannot use pruning as a means of height control for crape myrtles. Um, the, the, the important thing about crape myrtles is you control the height by the plant that you buy. In other words, you, you decide how high you want it to be, what color you want it to be, if it has pretty bark or not, and etc. There's a huge uh, crepe myrtle pruning industry out there that's laughing their behinds out. I know. I know. This, is, this is a waste even, of time. Even in my neighborhood, they, <laughs> you know, I, t- I talk to people about it, and they say that's that sounds logical. And then two weeks later, they somebody's gone through and cut cut everything. They've got the big stubs on crepe myrtle. <laughs> and the worst thing is, crepe myrtles do it to themselves because it doesn't matter what you do to them; they bloom. They bloom well. Yeah, you're gonna blame the victim. Well. Ah, man. True. Said the crepe myrtles do it to themselves. <laughs> and, but if you, if you, what do you do if you, if you have a tall crepe myrtle that has been topped, Calvin? The quickest way to get a great-looking plant back again would be to cut the trunks completely back to the ground. Not many people are going to do that. It's hard to do. Although, and we, you know, we saw that in the big freeze years where they, yeah, Basham's party pink and other large ones froze right to the ground. That next growing season, they're up there halfway and booming again. So. Right. You will absolutely be amazed how quickly they can regrow into straight new trunks. Usually you can have fairly mature-looking plant within 12 to 24 months. That's far quicker than trying to coax new branches to conceal the effects of of prior topping. So basically you do very little pruning, 
uh, <clears throat> I was in Tennessee uh, pruning my crape myrtles there. And um, why was, were you pruning them? Or you're just doing I was them? getting getting wood to propagate them oh, from. Okay. Uh, I knew there was a good excuse. Yeah, and and as I and and I had this question in my mind because Neil Spare is always talking about you know absolutely don't do this and all the horticulturists in Louisiana and wherever talking about crepe murder and all that kind of stuff, you know. And so I, I was thinking to myself, how do I actually, because some of these are getting on the tall side. I didn't I didn't know how tall this particular is a new variety, so I never realized how tall it was going to get. But as I looked at it, they do have a form. They don't have crossing branches that you would normally remove on, a, on other trees. And uh, they don't have really uh, limbs that uh, need to be removed, <laughs> unless you, like I say, you, unless you've topped them, and then and then uh, you probably want to thin out that uh, those new sprouts or new growth. But uh, but I, like I say, I think I'm wasting my time because people in my neighborhood and everything else, I guess they've seen them elsewhere in town so they've just topped them back to the height that they want them to be and uh well, just you, cut I the think, very top off of them i think uh, retailers you know it, it's a recent phenomenon to do like we do here at millburgers where you've got all the a whole huge selection of varieties and information on each one how tall they get what their form is um the, the powdery mildew resistance, all that stuff. It, it wasn't too long ago, and, and maybe at the big box stores, too, you had a choice between three, three different... Three main varieties. Yeah, and, and, and nobody was really clear about how tall they were. It doesn't matter. You just cut them back anyway, so... All right, we're going to begin to take a break, but I want to encourage you to give us a call. Uh, be a part of the show at 308-8867. I also want to encourage you to come on out. It's a nice, busy day here at Millburgers. It's a beautiful... Uh, blue sky and uh, the temperature feels just right so you can come on out and uh, you can enjoy the music the hot dogs the food yeah did you want to buy a rodeo tomato yep. and benefit the youth gardening program yep so uh, you can buy the rodeo tomato and it benefits the bear county gardener uh youth gardening program and we got plenty of them trace went whole hog yeah, on the you corner of the market again trace were you a bad boy almost almost so yep someone out to mill burgers and uh, pretty yeah, they sure are. We'll be back in a moment on uh, right here on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull 40 Road. And uh, we'd love for you to come on out with all your gardening friends and visit with us, ask your gardening question in person. Or, if you like, just uh, give us a call at 308-8867. Well, do you suppose uh, it didn't sound like we convinced our the listener on the horse herb that he should just uh, give up the battle and uh, 
and uh, enjoy it and mow it like we do. <laughs> he just kind of a re- there was a resigned. Uh, it sounded like he tried several uh, herbicides. Oh, yeah, on that gosh. And, you know, he maybe over a number of years. Too. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of folks that do battle against squirrels or something. You know, or, or <laughs> the deer too. The deer can be just a problem. I but saw it's a ground cover. I mean, you need something to cover the ground. So we're supposed to get some rains next week, this coming week, and uh, so uh, you need you need something on the ground. You need something to on the bare soil. No, and since you can't kill it, you, you may as well, well, well accept let, it. Yeah. Let that be the ground cover. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Oh, well, here, you, you ask so you can be a part of the conversation. Oh, it's very easy. Okay, so what, what, what would you like to know? Oh, does anyone ever use green dicondra on the parking strip between the sidewalk and curb? Oh, does anyone ever you, you, you repeat Dicondra? That? Yeah, that's okay. Just just, just answer the... You're talking about the, the cultured one, the, the kind that you get... Uh, it's considered a weed normally. Yeah, it gets it gets big tall. It gets tall. The uh, you can't mow it. I guess. You, you're talking about between patio rocks and things. Between the sidewalk and the curb out front. Oh. Okay. I I think it's a little. Uh, I always think of that as one of the toughest places to grow anything, and I and I don't. I don't know, and at least in our climate, whether it. It uh, prospers in that situation. You know, in Tucson. Yeah, Sadnia. It's not going to react like it does in Tucson. What What is it that we? Well, a lot of times we'll just recommend uh, uh, dwarf uh, monkey grass. Uh, It's too sunny. Oh, this is full sun. She's shaking her head. Yes, hot. Um, our horse herd won't work there. Why not? Uh, because no. of the dry. Unless you watered the heck out of it. We horse herb is that little plant with the yellow flowers that fills in in sh- shady spots. Um, a lot of a lot of times that decompose granite or. But we, we we used to have some plants. We used to. I'm trying to think of what. What about Ruelia? Ruelia might do it. Yeah. Um, a dwarf. Uh, like like this. See this plant with the purple flower. Yeah. That that's pretty tough. Um, the and dwarf ones, which uh, stay fairly small, uh, pink and and that. Uh, I don't know if they got any paint, and it's relatively uniform. You know, don't you don't have to mow it or anything. Um, another thing, I've some sites, the lantana, uh, the, the the lavender spreading Lavend- lantana yeah, will yeah. work, but it doesn't it doesn't bloom very well in the hot hottest part of summer. But it can often survive. I think I think your dwarf realia. I've, I've in fact I've used that uh, in some places between the sidewalk and that that for place from hell that people try to grow. 
<laughs> and uh, this this person had a situation where it would hold water. It would hold water uh, when it rained, and then of course it'd dry out, be hard as a brick. And uh, so I gave him some. I gave him some real. Uh, that's been. 10 or 15 years ago and, and I, I go by that planting and it's still yeah, there that, and that's yeah that is one of the few plants that can take that it can take temporarily well soggy soil yeah. yeah and it blooms all right thanks yeah all right. experiment with it a little bit and see if you don't like it the the purple there is and then there's that pink that's i don't see the pink i don't either i thought i did but it's a cone flower over there all right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Is that the dwarf one? Okay. I think the oh. dwarf is on the other side. Oh. That's standard, isn't it? Yeah, it looks, well, it's, yeah, it's, no, looks pretty no. tall. All right, anyway, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867. So what else is going on, guys? Oh. Well, we were we were talking about the uh, the citrus. You know, we've been telling everybody to be patient. It uh, should start putting budding. You'll be able to determine where the killed areas are, and uh, that's that's happening faster than than I expected. Um, and in my yard, the well, the uh, lime completely flattened to the ground. I don't know. If the roots survived, I haven't seen any action there. But the the lemons uh, on uh, one uh, about halfway killed the top, and then the other one uh, tops pretty good. But all the uh, the satsumas and grapefruits and oranges and all, all the uh, other uh, citrus, they seem to be uh, sprouting fast. Jerry brought up an interesting, you know, it was all that cold weather we had, and suddenly it stopped. And we were talking, it was a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how the early, the low chill peaches were, were blooming. Uh, you know, they were just, they'd gotten enough cold weather. Well, nothing has happened since, and Jerry brought back some official data from Fredericksburg. Yeah, from Fredericksburg. Yeah, 500 chilling hours so far. They should be they should be 600, 650, 700. And that'll be a now. problem because a lot of things like our June Gold, Rio Grande, uh, La Feliciana, those those will be waiting for another 100, 200 chill hours, which might not get. They said they're going to yeah. They've got a chemical that they can spray that'll substitute for. About a hundred chill hours. I and have, and we've seen Dormanex. Now back when we were working on our PhDs, they didn't talk about uh, a reversal of chill. But now, but now we've seen sometimes when you have cold weather and then you have warm weather again, you right. know, it kind of sets back the, the 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 little calculator of the chill. So you you lose the benefit that you had. So that'll be. Something we'll have to watch. And uh, they said this year. they said my favorite my favorite peach is redskin, which is a late maturity, yeah. high chilling, free stone. That maybe that maybe we'll get some leaves by August. Yeah, 
But they say the buds have been killed. Huh. Uh, I don't know whether it was coming out of dormancy. From that tree? Yeah, from wow. that tree. But that, yeah. see, that red, that's unusual, too, because red yeah. skin is a, you know, it goes up north. I yeah. mean, it's a northern peach. Yeah, and it doesn't usually start until it's got a plenty of chill, and so it's kind of through the last freeze date. And so, that yeah, that would be unusual. And I would say my plums... Uh, of course, my Morris palm is not showing any th- activity, and even the uh, methylee is that doesn't look like any action. My my fruit professor at Kansas State used to say that you can move varieties easier to the north than you can move varieties to the south. And he was talking. You you think about even even the low chillers up north. They have a tendency to have cold weather right up until spring starts. They don't have these fluctuations uh-huh. in temperatures like we do. And so the, even the low chillers will stay in dormancy as long as the temperature is cool. And uh, and and some of the, so uh, he he is always saying that you can move things, which goes against your. Your your logic, you think that intuition, you move, yeah. yeah. If you move, you could move things into a warmer climate easier than you could move them into a colder climate. Huh. So, uh, but, but anyway, that's what that's what we're seeing this year. Hey, we have Leslie on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Leslie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Great. Thanks so much for taking my call. Sure. Thanks for calling. Well, my, my question, I do almost all my gardening in containers, big containers, um, flowers and herbs and other pretty plants. And I wanted to ask about potting soil. If you can give me some guidance around choosing potting soil and why does it matter and um, how often do I need to replace that, like dump the whole thing out and start all over again? I'd love to hear your insights. I don't think you really need to. Uh, a, lo- a lot of people use their their... Uh, potting soil over and over again. Basically, in a container, you need well, you need a well-drained potting mix, artificial with no soil in it, and uh, with uh, basically what we call refer to as an artificial mix. Okay. Uh, and and uh, I, I, th- I seem to have the better luck to uh, with the uh, sphagnum-based. Uh, potting mixes, uh, especially with a lot of stuff that we're growing around here, because our our water is so alkaline and everything is so alkaline, it it keeps the potting mix at a at a at a more reasonable uh, pH. Uh, but uh, they they they're doing a lot of uh, a lot of things like putting moisture control. Uh, in the potting mix, I'm looking at a, the one we have on sale now. It's called Miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Soil, and uh, and it's on sale for uh, uh, basically a, a dollar, dollar fifty off. But uh, it's it's a well-drained potting mix. Uh, that what they've done is put uh, uh, little uh, gel gel pellets in there hmm. to absorb the water 
But uh, anyway, it's it's a well-drained potting mix, even with this uh, moisture-controlled potting soil. The The main thing you have to remember, regardless of what kind of potting soil you buy, is that uh, there's no, there's not. As uh, they they promote it that it'll it'll grow a tomato for the full season without fertilizer. Well, it'll grow a plant for full season, but they don't yield very much because you don't have sufficient nutrients available in there for the for the, to grow a big healthy uh, productive plant so I recommend regardless of the potting mix that you use of course you, you've got to have a container that drains well you got to have holes in the bottom of the container that drain well use a well-drained uh, potting mix with no soil uh, added uh, which most most uh, I think I'm well up I don't say all, but most of them on the market now uh, don't have soil in them like they used to. Uh, and then I, I recommend uh, for growing tomatoes and things uh, to use a, a, a slow-release fertilizer like uh, Osmocote, uh slow-release fertilizer. Uh, in copious amounts. Uh, I don't think you can over-fertilize with <laughs> Osmico. Uh, so, uh, uh, and it releases over a, a four to six month time period, time frame, which is about the time that you'll be growing your tomatoes and flowers and things like that in. Uh, and then, uh, even after you put this into the, to the mix, uh, now, this Osmocote is not like uh, slow-release lawn fertilizer. Uh, two different things. Uh, you use a different slow-release on the lawn than you use uh, in the potting mix. You just use something like 1959 slow-release on the lawn and on your trees and shrubs. But in the uh, you use Osmocote in the uh, uh, regular potting mix. And basically, you talked about throwing away the old mix. I, what I found is just yank the plants out of there, or loosen the loosen the potting mix up again, and then add. In other words, refill, uh, leaving the regular mix in there. Just take take new mix and fill it up to the top. In other words, complete your your fill on on the container. And then add more Osmocote, because after four to six months, that that uh, fertilizer, uh, slow release fertilizer is gone. I've had good luck on uh, big plant my citrus, like in whiskey barrels. I'll use half of an inexpensive you know, uh, potting soil, I call it, or potting mix it, and it's got a lot of sand in it. And then another half of one of the like the Miracle Grow or the Osmocote, mm-hmm. has got uh, it's got more more of the uh, classic clays and and uh, it's got some some nutrients in it, and that that works real well, uh, and it helps cut the cost down a little bit because of the difference in potting mixes 
Oh, oh yeah. This is huge. Yeah. And then I'm done for seeding for seedlings, Jerry. I just use that less expensive because they don't stay there long. They go in the garden. Right, right. And but uh, then for special plantings, you know, the long-lived ones, then just use more more of the expensive. One thing I've seen and had problems with is if you have uh, compost uh, and organic material in the mix, you know, after five or six years, you can have that most of that stuff decompose. Right. And so you do you do have a little trouble with drainage, mm-hmm. and that's where you where you can mix mix up those soils with uh, some new soil, or just put that hard material in into the compost pile. Or something. Right. All right. Is that enough? Yes, that's great. Because what I find is after uh, two or three or four years, the earthworms, I think, have kind of taken over and done their magic. But like you said, it makes it very dense and probably the breakdown of the material as well. So. Yeah, I always leave the earthworms in in my containers when uh-huh. I'm when I'm you know working them up and putting new mix in there. That's great. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Love your show. Thank you. Thank you you take going. care. Bye. Bye. Got a question from the crowd? Can we ask your question on the air? Here, you grab the mic, you're all in the air, and these guys can hear you. Installed St. Augustine last year, eight pallets. This year, do I need to put uh, compost or a topsoil on top of it to keep it going? You don't want to put topsoil on it. Don't use topsoil, yeah. Compost, a thin layer of compost is always uh, useful and uh, easy to do. I mean, it's kind of a daydream job. You don't have to be you know, fussy about the level, or you can have somebody uh, do it. Um, you, don't, you probably don't need to aerate after just one year, but, uh, you know, I guess I, I, I'd never recommend that somebody not put <laughs> the compost down. Well, then my next question, too, is there's several types of compost. Is one better than the other? Now, the, well, what, uh, what, most places sell uh, lawn dressing, sell a product called lawn dressing, and uh, that that has a little compost and uh, sand mix and sand and sand whatever in there. So I'm, yeah, and usually it's about the same price as reg- all compost, and the compost is the active ingredient. So why why use the lawn dressing? The reason you would use one with lawn dressing is if you've got uh, if you've got gaps between the sod or you've got low spots, then the sand does a better job of filling than than compost does. The one thing to watch for on the compost is uh, uh, find find a reliable supplier that isn't where the compost the product isn't overwhelmed with sawdust. You know, quality organic, or uh, you know, there's a number of them out there that are that are, that are pretty good material. Cool. Thank All right. You. Well, thank you. You take care. We're going to take a break. While we do, you can give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. You give us a call, and we'll talk to you about gardening right after this on 9:30 a.m. The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Next Saturday, February 18th, come on out and celebrate the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Of course, the 2017 Rodeo Tomato is the... Yeah, they they won't tell me either. But here's what I do know, that the proceeds from the sale of the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers that day will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So come on out, celebrate it, get your Rodeo Tomatoes, and start enjoying the spring tomato season. Here's what else will be out there. Hot dogs, chips, and drinks for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank from 11 until they're all gone, thanks to the folks at Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. There's going to be a balloon artist, face painting, and country music from the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. That's all Saturday, February 18th, as we celebrate the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, one that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores, with three San Antonio and shirts locations, like 3820 FM3009 at Green Valley Road, or call 566-8808. That's 566-8808. Thinking gifts for Valentine's Day? Think Alamo City Chocolate Factory for unique gifts made of chocolate. Order your chocolate roses and fresh dipped strawberries now. Personalized gifts in chocolate, even edible chocolate boxes. Create a custom gift with hundreds of chocolate choices. Order early. Alamo City Chocolate Factory, Blanco and 1604 in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 210-490-5333. Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Alamo a.m. The Answer has put together the ultimate Valentine's Day prize pack. Register now at 930amtheanswer.com. And one lucky couple will win it all. A Valentine's Day box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. A couple's massage from Spa de Sante. A carriage ride in downtown San Antonio from the Yellow Rose Carriage Company. And look great on the dance floor after a lesson from Arthur Murray San Antonio. See the full list of rules and register now at 930amtheanswer.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hugh Hewitt. Well, he's, we're seeing the worst from the Democrats. I must say, the Democrats in the Senate have become children. Just absolute children. children. As they throw tantrum after tantrum, they lost. They lost the election. When does no one understand what losing an election is like? That means you don't get to pick the people who the president picks. They are like children. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 930 AM. The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Don't forget to come on out next Saturday. We're going to be celebrating the Rodeo Tomato here at Millburgers. Uh, for it's the 2017 Rodeo Tomato Celebration, which is HM1823. And uh, we've been we, having we need to look, uh, need somebody to look up the year 1823 and, and see what any significant in terms of tomatoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was trying to think significant happened in the year 1823. I was trying, I'm sure there is. I was trying to re- remember, um, uh, figure out a good way to remember it, the 1823. I couldn't do it. Uh, so let's see. Uh, <laughs> One plus, uh, one, oh, here we go. Okay. So one times eight is eight, and two to the third is eight. So there you go. So if all you gotta do, <laughs> all you hit him from where you are, Mikael. All you gotta do is remember eight. Okay, ask me. You get your right hand over there. You remember eight, him. and then you go. Okay, so let's see. It was one times eight is eight, and two to the third is eight too. So okay. For some some reason I can remember the eighteen twenty three. Is that I have, trouble, <laughs> I have trouble with the H M. Uh, yeah. Uh, are there any other eighteen twenty threes out there? No. Okay, so we're okay on that. I, I guess that's the. Uh, uh, plot number. Uh, oh, okay. When, when they did the testing, that's what all those numbers are. Hey, Calvin, we just heard the. Um, oh, there's also uh, we mentioned the hot dogs and and chips and uh, drinks and stuff. Those are all for a dollar donation. The music from the Texas Weather Band. The balloon artist will be here. I have to get word to her that I need a hippo. She knows how to do them. She just forgot. So I'll have to ask Trace if he can drop her a line. We need a hippo. Um, and are, you using your, are you using your special influence to, to, to try to get some? I know that there are other people out there that probably will come if they know hippo, huh? if they know that she can make a hippo. So I'm just making sure she's prepared. No, I would never think of using my influence to get a special balloon out of the balloon artist. That would be wrong. Although I've seen okay, picture, pictures of you with a balloon <laughs> headdress on. Yeah. yeah, I have to. I've seen pictures of you with a balloon headdress on. <laughs> So we just heard the uh, Wild Birds Unlimited commercial. Uh, I was going to ask you kind of what's going on now that it's warming up. Oh, but there, the action is still is it? going strong. You know, we, when we started feeding early and we first ta- started talking to Bill, he, he was saying, well, there wasn't much action and people were complaining. Well, then the cold weather came, there was action. And now, the, you know, once they get started and get access uh, to the, the suet and the sunflower seed, uh, the birds are really uh, move, moving through. Lots of um, the insect eaters mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, the, it'll take a while for the insect populations to, to get up, even though the weather's warming. Uh, so, the, so there's several kinds of warblers, at least two kinds of wrens that are coming to suet feeders um, and ki- uh, kinglets. Uh, of course, a couple kinds of woodpeckers. Uh, so, I, so I think I think it's fair to say that uh, that 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 action we felt we we're missing at yes. the beginning is, is 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 going strong. And also, martins. Yeah. Uh, some people, you know, some folks are putting up their martin houses. Okay. Now. It's not, you know, it's you can debate about whether. I generally will do mine about March 1st, I think, put my Martin houses up. But uh, some people, I don't know if anybody's seen a scout. We haven't yeah, we haven't had any scout reports, and so we want to encourage you to 
call in with your scout. But, but you do need to get the bird ho- bird houses up if you uh, want a better chance of getting like chickadees or wrens or titmice woodpeckers to use their houses. Well, they hey. misnamed that scout thing. That, that, that's what misnamed. Yeah, well, according Maybe to Bill, that's right. Out the that it's not later. that they don't suddenly go back and well, warn their friends. Scout, I always thought they went back and said, "All right, boys, I got a house." Yeah, that's what Bill kind of described it as. He said, "When you think of scout, you think of you know." This wagon train coming through, and there's one guy that goes ahead, and he goes, all right, that, that, there's a city up there. We're going to pull in. And there he you said go. that's not what happens with them. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think what a, they've drawn a conclusion that they're just early. Early birds. And they just keep, early birds. keep moving the out. House. That's very good. Yeah, yeah, there is no uh, Pony Express or message system, I don't think. Well, whatever you want, uh, nature-wise, uh, to, to come to your yard, if you want to enjoy that, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with three San Antonio locations. And they will uh, they will discuss this with you, too. Oh, you boy, know. will they. They, they yeah. yeah. They yeah, love so this. They want you to be successful. Uh, they want you to, to uh, attract the birds that you're interested in. And uh, so they'll, they'll sit down with you and say what you got, what you interested in and here's what you might try yeah when you go in if you if you've been in there and i, I go in because I, I help them out when you go in and you see a customer that's been a customer for a while uh they know them they know their name they know what they get they're at they're asking them questions about you know what they're finding at the feeders things like that so it really is a relationship thing so there's there's wild birds unlimited bills over there at hebner and uh, Northwest Military, there is the location uh, with Kim at 1604 and uh, Braun Road, uh, right behind the Starbucks, as Jerry's fond of saying. And uh, there's Denise over there on FM3009, just about a mile east of I-35. It's Wild Birds Unlimited. Did you ever get the no, I bark know, butter? I, I know you're going to yell at me. No, I forgot to get the bark butter. I even visited with Bill, and I forgot the bark butter. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. You mean at his location? Yeah, I went and visited over over at Northwest Military in Houston. And you forgot the bark butter? I forgot the bark butter. Because that's, you know, we used to apply suet like that. And then peanut butter was another thing that, so I'm kind of curious about the bark butter. Yeah, what the bark butter butter is. Okay, I'll I'll try to remember. We got a squirrel out here. Where? I mean, he was right over there a while ago. And uh, I I thought we were going to put our bark butter on it. But the squirrel eat the bark butter too, right? Oh well, so I bet that's not gonna I'm last just, long enough for the birds. You guys, we talk about the squirrels. I, I, I don't know. I think I probably told you this story, but the uh, our friend from Spider, the Spider Man. Yeah. People uh, come and and put the uh, little rat rat poison and cockroach poisons out and everything, and and I got those four West Highland terriers that have this reputation of being rodent catchers broke and this guy says i've never seen so many squirrels in my whole life <laughs> I have in this yard. i said yeah keep reminding me i've never seen so many west highland terriers in one yard either. i mean it's a mad and the squirrels of course have learned how high the westies can get uh-huh. and so they just they just uh feel pretty comfortable you know like being on the feeder just kind of s- sitting there staring at them i I've never seen it, but I somehow imagine that they're throwing seeds at them and things like that. <laughs> but, but the but the squirrels are are alert, and if a person goes out there, uh-huh. then they quick go 
much, much higher. Yeah, they they figured out that that I will get a stick and knock them knock them off of the the tree. Here. You need to get you a pedagon with a scope on it. Well, and uh, I actually yeah, have that's one. What, that's what I did with my terrier. Yeah. How did the how did your terriers react to it? I shoot. I the the terrier got so that they would stand under the tree. Oh. And to this day, they still stand under the tree. I've got a. And then I would I would shoot them out, and uh, the terrier would get them uh, get them on the ground. I have one one of my older westies. I bet those westies would love uh, that. One of my older westies, gets. Starts whining and whining and and just you know I feel like she's in pain when the minute she sees the <laughs> that, that I'm going towards the closet uh, I get that so I I have not been very successful in getting them interested. Have you got a scope on your pelican? No, but I my uh, targets are pretty close. Oh okay okay. But uh, I yeah I haven't. Um, because of her complaints, and then uh, when she complains, uh, Judy, uh, oh. you're not you're not thinking of shooting those squirrels, are you? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, you've got a, you've compl- got a problem. There. The complexities of uh, yeah. uh, wildscape and nature. <laughs> All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, I was looking at Neil Sparrow's uh, column. Somebody wrote, wrote him in and said, I had bottle brushes, ginger, blue plumbago, and bougainvillea in my landscape, but they all turned brown with that hard freeze several weeks ago. Is there a chance they will come back from their roots? I hate to think of replacing them all. And Neil writes off, writes back, said, "You can cut them off to the ground within one to two inches of the of the ground to tidy things up. Then wait until March or maybe even April to see if they re-sprout. Now I've got a I've got a report in that somebody has seen Esperanza re-sprouting from the bottom. Oh, really? Wow. And he he surprises me because I would expect the plumbago will." Sprout, but the uh, the others may not. Hmm. Yeah, he he said plumbago would be the most likely to yeah. return in my estimation. Uh, and I I was telling Jerry uh, Milton that uh, the miss, you know, everybody's so interested in the butterflies the last couple mm-hmm. of years. The, the miss flower started to resprout. I haven't the milkweed though. I haven't seen any resprouting on yeah. on milkweed, but. Everything, I mean, we're close. Everything's ready to burst out. Hope we don't have another freeze. Now, that the bottle brush took it hard, that, that, that dwarf bottle brush. Now, I, we're, I'm going to tell you that uh, we, we do our testing on, on bottle brush, and if you, if you recall back, I don't know, if a year or two ago, or maybe... I, I think we saw some this year of the Cox, Paul Cox bottle brush. Uh, I've got some at the greenhouse. Didn't even burn a leaf on it. Huh. So it is hardier than the than the regular bottle brush. So, uh, you how know, much does that bloom? It 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 it's more of a tree. I mean, this bottle brush that they sell now, it's got the same bloom as the bottle brush that they're selling here. Obviously, looks like a bottle brush. And red, 
but uh, it's a tree. You know, the one at the botanical garden is uh, 30 feet tall, 30, 40 feet tall, and it's a big tree. And it blooms all over it with that bottle brush bloom. And that, that's where Paul Cox was telling me that uh, it never has frozen, even during the 83. And I mean, the tips will freeze back a little bit, but the tree didn't die. So I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how many of these uh, uh, dwarf bottle brush make it back, come back. And the same thing is true with the dwarf oleanders. Uh, we got a lot of, uh, I mean, I've seen some dwarf oleanders. Uh, Mr. Turner's oleanders from Corpus Christi, the dwarfs, that, I mean, they they look like they're dead to the ground, I, definitely. Maybe dead all the way. Well, I saw some where they, were, they had varied killed areas. You know, there was Oh, kind is of, that right? Yeah, just kind of a... Irregular. It looked like uh, the at the base the stems were were okay, but it was it wasn't a very, very consistent pattern. Yeah, you'd have some that were real low and some that were tall. And even even we're getting the reports on uh, hardy red and hardy pink standard size oleanders uh, that uh, lost all their leaves. Uh-huh. You know, defoliated and and maybe maybe froze back some. And so that stimulated me to uh, to uh, take up a take up a campaign to find the you know we developed uh, Dr. Wayne McKay used to be in Dallas and El Paso and whatever and I developed some uh, oleanders that were much hardier than hardy red and hardy pink and. Uh, They've they've since been uh, they they we were gonna make them Texas superstars, but some of our uh, some of our people got all excited and said that uh, uh, we can't make a poisonous plant like oleander a superstar. Well, uh, and and that also occurred at the time when they were dying along the expressways. You know, they had that uh, that. Uh, Pierce like Pierce's yeah. disease like uh, uh, almost kill, and so, kind of a, so we a just kind of kind of blew them off after 10, 15 years of working with them, but uh, that has had not stopped the the sale of oleanders. Uh, Color Spot, one of our largest uh, uh, wholesale container growers. Uh, develop uh, sell a tremendous amount of oleander because oleander's got a lot of benefits to it. You know, it's it's drought tolerant, it's deer resistant, and it's it's got beautiful blooms all summer long. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's got a lot of a lot of benefits to it, and it's evergreen. Makes good. Uh, well, yeah, it's evergreen. It's evergreen. And makes good uh, a barrier plant. Makes a good barrier plant. But uh, it it ha- does have some. It, every piece of it is poison. Yeah. And uh, I think last week I mentioned something about the uh, old ander being poisonous. And I want to thank Dennis for Dennis was me a, lot, a lot of information on uh, on uh, how. It's, it seems like most of the poisonings occur in India, 
did you read his information, Milton? No, I, I don't remember. Uh, but uh, not in the U.S. Part, I don't know why that is. But, uh, of course, Oleander also has a lot of medicinal uh, value to it. So uh, they may be and, using it as a uh, cure and hallucinogen, yeah. And you cross you cross the line between yeah helping and hurting a body too. But anyway, uh, so I I I think we're I think it's worth putting on the market again or, or looking at it to put on the market. Again. So how how they the, the one of the issues was it's. Because of that uh, disease, and I've heard it described as virus-like, and yeah. uh, that it's unpredictable. If they if they pin down what the disease and what it takes to to deal with it. No, they they said it's it's like Pierce's disease. It's in the same category as on the grapes, and uh, so some of the selections may be. Yeah, they'll be less susceptible than other selections. Right, right. Uh, the recommend the recommendation is, if you, if you have an oleander that uh, now this not not dying from cold or being killed by cold, but if it gradually declines, to cut it off at the ground and let it resprout, and sometimes that'll that'll it'll grow grow past that uh, that infection and and then otherwise you might just forget and it won't come back and so you yeah won't, yeah won't hurt your feelings but i don't i don't the we've never run a we've never run an oleander test because this this uh disease is so hard to uh, attract in other words to to run tests on different varieties you've got to inoculate or or cause them all to have the same disease that uh, that every one of them have, and see which ones are resistant. So we never have really done it. So I, so I take it that uh, oleander would would not be in the same category as poinsettia. You will you wouldn't go on the TV and and taste I, oleander. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but uh, you know, and I I, I I did hear here I did have a you know the the old folklore about oleanders. The reason that they're, they're so, so poisonous is that they they uh, marshmallows. Yeah, they were roasting marshmallows yeah. or, or wieners on a on a on an oleander stick. Yeah, and so the smoke and the and the and the uh, and the it got into the either the marshmallow or the hot dog and. Uh, it caused the child to get sick. Well, we were talking about that with our volunteers the other day. I don't know. I just got. We. I just talk about oleanders because I'm gonna try to reintroduce those oleanders that we developed. And uh, one lady said that her her neighbors her neighbors' children customarily went out and cut. Uh, oleander sticks to roast their weenies. Hmm. It's not a very good. It's not. It's not real stiff. Is They're it? mature now. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, you know, yeah. as the hey, wood gets older. We got. Oh, okay. We got to take a break, and uh, then we're going to talk to James. So, James, hang on the line. You've been very patient. We'll get to you right after this on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Next Saturday, February 18th, come on out and celebrate the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Of course, the 2017 Rodeo Tomato is the... Yeah, they, they won't tell me either. But here's what I do know, that the proceeds from the sale of the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers that day will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So come on out, celebrate it, get your Rodeo Tomatoes, and start enjoying the spring tomato season. Here's what else will be out there. Hot dogs, chips, and drinks for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank from 11 until they're all gone, thanks to the folks at Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. There's going to be a balloon artist, face painting, and country music from the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. That's all Saturday, February 18th, as we celebrate the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. This Saturday afternoon at 5, tune in for Senior Care Chats, presented by Senior Care Centers. Kelly Brennan will entertain you as they educate you on issues and topics that matter most to seniors and their families. Saturday afternoons at 5 on 930 AM, The Answer. Consult your tax professional before investing. Let me ask you a question. Can you keep your 401k or IRA safe from the death of the dollar, continued rampant Fed spending, political corruption, and from the possible new Cold War with Russia? If you answered no, then listen up. Fortunes are going to be made and lost over the next few months. It's time you took action. Over 50,000 people have requested our Gold IRA Investment Guide to learn how to protect their retirement savings. Now it's your turn. We are Advantage Gold, the number one rated gold IRA company in America by TrustLink. Right now, we are giving away a free copy of our new gold IRA protection guide to anyone with an IRA, 401k, or retirement account that is over the age of 55. Just call 1-800-900-8000 right now, and we will help teach you how to keep your retirement savings away from the government and safe in your pocket. Just call today at 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Representatives are standing by. Call 800-900-8000 today. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations. 24 Southwest Military in Chopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with the 10. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need a 10. You hear it. Buddies, we're seeing the worst from the Democrats. I must say the Democrats in the Senate have become children. Just absolute children. As they throw tantrum after tantrum, they lost. They lost the election. When does no one understand what losing an election 
is like. That means you don't get to pick the people who the president picks. They are like children. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Breaking news. New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady has a record fifth Super Bowl win after the biggest comeback in the game's history. Stimulating talk. Looks like Iran has retaliated by banning any American who wants to travel to Iran. Darn. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, where we go right back to James at 308-8867. James, thanks for waiting. What's going on? How can we help you today? Oh, spring time, it feels like, out here. It's nice. Yeah. Hey, I got a, I got a couple of questions. I was fortunate enough to uh, sneak away from the office on Thursday, and I picked up a couple of rodeo tomatoes and a, uh, let's see, Arctic Frost, uh, Mandarin Satsuma. Oh, great. I got two good. questions. Yeah, I've been wanting to get a set soon. I hadn't had one in about 10, 15 years or so, and we've moved to another house, too. Anyhow, on the, uh, well, let me start with the, the citrus first. I was reading after I got it home, it's recommended, if I read right, that not to put it in the ground right away. It's a one-gallon container, as you probably know. It's just to pot it up maybe for about two or three years and let it get a bigger root ball before you place it in the ground. Is that the right recommendation? Where did that come from? I don't, yeah. Where did you uh, see that, that information? Uh, it is either online or Maybe. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Where I, read. I read it online. I don't know whose side it was, to be honest with you. Potting soil uh, salesman or something. Yeah. No, well, we, uh, no, that, that, I was developed for this area and it can go straight into the ground anytime. Okay, from the one gallon container. Okay. Uh, yeah. So wait about a month or so, make sure. Um, or should I do it now? I think you can do it now. Well, okay. the only the only reason you'd wait is if you think there's going to be another freeze and you don't you don't want to gamble. But you just okay. uh, it's small enough you can cover cover the heck out of it. Yeah, I'd wait a month or so. Yeah. Oh, to Calvin's point, I think that's what this article said was because if you, it had a bigger root ball or whatnot, if we had a real cold snap, it'd be more hardy, I guess, or what? Maybe it's more for up north. My second question on the on the new rodeo tomato, which I just potted the two up in old. Uh, coffee cans if you will um uh what's the difference between those because from what i'm reading on the characteristics or whatnot it's pretty similar to tycoon how 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 does it differ or does it it's not nematode resistant and tycoon is i I noted that Uh, yeah and yeah it's it's got a different disease packet i see okay yeah than tycoon they have they have similar disease resistance built in but uh i think the tycoon has has more and like i said it's nematode resistant and it has some some different resistances that make it uh particularly adapted to our area and i always think of maybe i'm wrong here but i always think of the tycoon more pear-shaped than yeah. Then flat, then flat and round like. Oh, the, the fruit you talk. Yeah. About. Yeah. Yeah. The tycoon I've grown a couple of times past few years, and it's done really well for me. Where I'm, I'm in uh, northern Atascosa County. So what I'll do is I, I have some tycoon. I got it panicked about a week or so ago. Pot it up. I guess I'll plant side by side and do kind of a, a comparison. There you go. Happens. That's what. That's the way we want you to do all these. Will do. Yeah. All right. People, I pre- people want to try a new tomato, and that's that's what we that's reason we come up with a new one every year. 
yeah. this one this one has been tested uh, uh, that's my picture in the paper uh, or that uh, that's on plantanswers.com and that picture was taken three years ago so uh, it's right. been tested at least three to four years on the rodeo tomato or yes or the, the rodeo yeah, tomato. Oh. Tycoon okay. was four to five years ago. Seems yeah. like it, yeah. Oh, one more question. Celebrity seems to be getting harder to find. Is is that one going away? Because I've been playing no, that one. No, we haven't decades. heard that. I don't. I don't want to hear that. No, I. Think I don't want to hear that either. Millburgers. <laughs> okay. Uh, celebrity right. was the first one that Trace got in. Yeah, in fact, you're right. Absolutely, just a couple weeks ago. So. So that no, oh, okay. that, I, I haven't heard anything any bad news about that gun. I don't. I don't think. I don't think celebrity can go away because, I mean, it's it's a nationwide uh, tomato. In other words, they they plant it all over the all over the nation. All right, I just hadn't run across any yet, but it's a little early uh, on my side of town, I should say. Yeah. Okay. I pr- I appreciate it, guys. Okay, thank Thanks, you James. for calling in and let us know how how they how they compare, especially the we'll, taste. Uh, the we'll taste do. of uh, we won't. They say this tomato tastes better. So. Oh, okay. And, and, unless I unless I get what happened two years ago, everything was looking good until the hailstorm showed up and everything was. Yeah, gone. that can happen. That's, <laughs> that's farming. That's gardening. That, that that's South Texas. All right, guys, appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks James. For Thanks for waiting. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867. Uh, Rob uh, emailed me and said that Esperanza, Althea, Crepe Myrtle, Victoria Red Grapes are all blooming in Elmendorf. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, so 308-8867. We need to ma- mention that uh, start talking about the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show March 11th and 12th. The uh, old Wilson County Gardening Day is now a two-day event, and... Uh, one of the days on Sunday is a landscape school, and that runs from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Includes uh, individual counseling. Jerry and I and Brian Davis, the uh, ag agent from down in Wilson County area, will be uh, the faculty. Plus, we'll have the help of a number of master gardeners that have landscape uh, knowledge to, to help with the individual counseling. But if you want more information, the application is uh, available here at Millburgers, and we'll be talking about it. You know, there's a lot of great handouts. It's $25 per individual. Uh, if you two people from uh, same household attend, it's $40 for uh, for the two of them. But uh, feel free to uh, call us or ask us uh, uh, about it. We'll be getting more information. I, hopefully, we'll get it on uh, um, one of the, on the, some of the websites, and uh, so that the information will be available. But uh, put that down on your calendar, March 11th and 12th, uh, for the Home Garden Environmental Show. One big attraction will be there for both days, which is a is on attractions you. or distractions. <laughs> both, and. Uh, at the same time, uh, we're there from well from one to two. Uh, Last chance forever. The Raptor Show on both days will be uh, there. So that's that's always a, a huge and you know, a fun fun event, educational I don't trust event. Those guys. We're gonna do. A, They've been doing Last Chance. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be. Uh, they just burnt that out. There'll be a plant exchange on Saturday. Our friends at the 
uh, garden, gardening volunteers of South Texas are going to work with the Divine Garden Club and local volunteers and organize a plant exchange on the same model as uh, we do here at uh, Festival of Flowers. So lots and lots of uh, activities. One of the emphasis in terms of plant sales will be milkweeds. There will be native milkweeds there. Old-fashioned roses, the tough modern roses, and hopefully uh, Jerry's uh, gardening South Texas uh, plant sale crew might be there on Sunday with some of the those uh, exceptionally and tested uh, plants that they're testing uh, that will be available on the Sunday of the event. So it'll be a lot of fun. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. I want to thank you for listening. Thanks to everybody back at the station for getting all the calls on the air, making this sound so good. We're back tomorrow, back here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. I'm Milton Glick. Join us then, and uh, join us right here on... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.